Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, let's go to Lori. Lori wants to know if things are looking up in her life. Lori, say hello to the most gifted psychic in the world, Gary Spivey. Hello, Gary. Nice to speak with you. It's an honor. Thank um, you. Great to talk to you. Thank you. And I've had it pretty rough in pretty much every area the past like five years or so, five or six years. Romance, career, finances, health, everything. But for a couple of years now, I've really felt like things were going to be turning around for the better. And I've been seeing signs, you know, um, numbers and animals and, you know, just having dreams and things like that. And something just telling me to hold on, things are going to turn around. And I was just wondering if you could kind of give me some more insight on, you know, when things well, might be looking better well, for me. Well, here, I think that a lot of people fall into the same exact category you're in. Uh, you, you do all the right things and all the wrong things happen back to you pretty right. much, right? What this amounts to is, again, we're at 2012, which all the other prophets, uh, you know, Nostradamus, Edgar Casey, and psychics could see, uh, the Mayan Indians, uh, could see these changes. There's something coming up. Something was different. But here's what's different. Uh, in the last five years, I think uh, a lot of us have been beat up quite a bit for no apparent reason. But, you know, you would, even when you would have good luck, it would sort of go a little sideways. Now I've seen the craziest thing happen since the first of the year, and that is you can manifest anything you want. You really can. Uh, all you have to do is meditate a little bit, and there's little bitty things that you can do that will absolutely fix your energy. And I would say all you have to do is be appreciative. And if everybody's more appreciative of each other, appreciative of their world, appreciative of God, and even saying the words, you know, thank you, angels, thank you, God, if you say that over and over and over, you'll notice you'll get hot. Anybody who does that will feel a tremendous heat on their body. And the reason is because the heaven on earth dimension is dropping down to the planet. Anyway, so I just did that for you and cleared a bunch of dark energies. And I see, feel how warm you're, you're feeling all through your body? Yes, definitely. Well, that's going to make you very lucky. So that's what you were waiting on. You were waiting on that particular thing, and it's really happening to everybody. So it's pretty interesting. You can think about what you want these days, and you'll manifest it. So if you want a new job, think about it. If you want a soulmate, think about it. If you need a new car, think about it. And you'll find that things will come your way. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lori. He is the most gifted psychic in the world, Gary Spivey. GarySpivey.com, that is the website. 1-800-827-GARY if you like your very own private reading. Or follow him on Twitter and Twitter stalk him, at Gary Spivey. (laughs) Hey, Jeannie, how you doing? Okay, I need to know, I've left my husband of 10 years and divorced him and um, started dating a 21-year-old and got married, kind of rushed it a little bit. But I'm wondering, my kids... My kids are really, really just, like, terrible now, and, I mean, everything was really hard for them. And so I'm wondering, is this going to work out for me, or was it a bad decision? Okay. How old are you? I am 33, and he is 21. Right. Well, I think the good news is he's 21, but I think the bad news is he's 21. <laughs> you know, that's what you figured out. So are you in love with him? You really are. 
Yes, I am. And and so sometimes that can happen. And and so I see you just you're really really in love with him, but you're going to have to wait maybe a couple of years uh, or a year and a half. And I think you're going to really like him because you you have to wait for him to grow up a little bit. Okay, is he in love with me? Well, you've got to quit beating him up because um, your your normal way is to beat up your men. Do you know that? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, he's still sort of like, um, you know, a, a kid almost in some ways or a child. And he has his child spirit in him, which is what you're really in love with. He's a lot of fun, right? Right. <laughs> yes. Well, you're about to beat his child spirit right out of him. Oh, no. <laughs> Makes sense to you, though, right? It, it does, Yeah, because yes. every day you wait to beat him up. You try to find any little thing you can go off at. Uh, I think if you continue that, he'll probably dump you in about three months. Okay. If you don't want to be dumped, then I would say be nice to him because he's still in love with you. But it's really tough because you, you can't put a saddle on his back and ride him around every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. And how about my kids? Are they going to finally adjust? Soon or kids adjust a lot of times. I see them being fine. I, I see that they will come around and, and just be okay. You're you're making your you're, you're going into drama and making everything about you. I, I yes. sound, again, it sounds like I'm beating you up. I'm not. I'm just trying to make you aware. Just make it about your kids, and everything will work easy. Even make it about your new 21 year old hottie, and uh, <laughs> okay. and everything will be easy. Okay. First up is Nisha. Say hi to Gary Spivey. Nisha, go ahead and ask your question. Hi, I keep coming up with the number 44 in everything I do. Prices on a radio station is 44. And 44 is so many times, or four. Right. And then, you know, everything I do, prices, odometers, license right. plates, I see. Wow. It's 44, and I want to know what that means. Well, what that means is many times I'll see the number 11, uh, 11, 11, or 111. You know, not, of course, that means we're all one. And the number 11 means we're one with one person, or it takes two to make one. It can mean different things. Many times when I see people that have this number, and this is a question I'm asked a lot. So some people will see 22, some people will see 33, 44, 55, 66, you know, like that. What that means is it means that you're one with four people. There's four people in your world that you're one with. And so this could be family or friends, or but that's what it means. It means that you have four people in your world that you're actually one with or capable of being one with. Being one with somebody is just the most amazing thing because that means that you really do care just as much about how they are or more than yourself and non-conditional and very much non-conditional love. So that's what it means. Can you think oh, okay. of four people that you would like to be one with? I know one special person, two people for sure, is my grandmother. I just lost her Friday, and my mom. They both hold a special place in my heart, and my brother and my husband. Well, there you go. Those are the four. Well, there you go. Well, there we go. Hey, we were talking uh, before the break about how when, like, you're thinking of somebody, and then the phone rings, it's them. Or something weird happens, uh, and you think it's a, a sign from a loved one from or the other side. Maybe a premonition or is, something like that. Is that just coincidence, or is that something that's really happening? No, it's something that's really happening. And, and uh, you know, my book talks about the ten dimensions. The tenth dimension being heaven, the first dimension being earth. And there's eight in between where, where all kinds of stuff goes on. So human beings are God beings, and we all live in all these d- dimensions. It sounds a little crazy. 
but we're very connected with our loved ones on the other side. Uh, we're very connected with all of our friends and family and people, and that's the reason you know when the phone rings who it is, you know. Right. And sometimes you can even think of somebody, and you'll conjure them up, and they'll call you. I can think of someone. I, I'm, it, it's always that way with me. I can think of uh, somebody, and then the phone will ring, and everybody will start laughing. Well, you, you know, you... <laughs> You know, you manifested that. So. Well, yeah, and that's the whole manifest thing that you talk about so much, how, you know, whatever you really want in life, you can manifest it if you just know how to do it. That's the, what I'm working on right now. I'm, I'm putting that in, in the book that I'm finishing. I'm, I'm explaining how you can manifest really anything you want, and, uh, and I mean anything. The only thing that you have to worry about with manifesting is to get yourself out of the way. In, in the book that I'm writing right now, I'm actually explaining to you how to get out of the way. I, I, you know, and so, but it, it has to do with all these other dimensions that really do exist. In 2012, these dimensions are very prevalent, and they, it's a big deal to learn how to clear your dimensions. And if you do, you'll find that things work out good for you. That's pretty awesome. People can follow me on Twitter because as I learn things working with other people, I'm actually tweeting the different spiritual gifts, the new gifts that come down and stuff like that. So it's really going to be fun. It really does work. I mean, we've seen you do the live shows here. You know, you tell people to manifest stuff and then they'll call us like a week later and go, you're not going to believe this, but this is what I wanted and I got it. Yeah, crazy things, new houses, cars, things, more money, different job, you know, soulmate. I mean, it's really wild seeing all this really happen. The, the biggest thing is to get rid of all your evil intentions. People always have dark thoughts or jealous thoughts. And so if you can get to where your thinking is better, that's 50% of it. And the other half would be just dark energies or demons messing you up. But, uh, but you, I would say it's probably 50-50. And so you have to really wish everybody well, even your enemies. And if you can do that, you're halfway there. Say hi to Gary Spivey. Carmen, go ahead and ask your question. Hi, Gary. This is Carmen. I um, wanted to see if there was any dark energy around me or my family. I bought your book, and I've gotten stuck on the meditating. I haven't been able to do that in order mm-hmm. to try to do it for it myself. Yeah, well, what you got going on, you got dark energy in your head, which would be depression energy, and dark energy in your heart, which would be depression energy. And I just pulled it away from you right then. And um, as I did, uh, notice how, see, you got really light. See, much lighter feeling? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Sometimes people get so dark and down that it's very hard to meditate and see all that stuff the first time around. So you really do have to kind of call me or call someone who knows how to do energy work to get rid of your dark energies. And so, but I just got rid of all your dark energies. You had a few demons messing with you. And uh, you also have a jealous family member who is crazy. This is a female. Who is that? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, anyway, I got rid of those projections. You have someone of your family members is a little bit nutty and jealous. Today, jealous projections from other people can be very lethal. And so, but I cleared that away from you. So I cleared your energy. That's the reason for your head got real light now. Feel that? Yes. You're good. Thank you. <laughs> Meditate now. It'll be easy. All right? <laughs> Thank All right. you. Take good care. luck, Carmen. Have a good day, okay? Bye. Gary Spivey, what t- what age do you notice that if a kid's going to turn out to be a devil child, what age do they start showing that? Because I'm pretty sure I got past Allison. She's a wonderful kid. Yeah. And right. also Carson seems to be shaping up to be a very good boy. Right. Beth is good. Beth is already, like, grown, and she's a mom. And Chase. Then, then Chase is... Uh-huh. Chase is He's, he's kind of a devil. He's, well, he's a little bit of a hellion. No, he's a good boy, too. But there are moms and dads that wonder, and here's a very young kid. Gary, please help my 8-year-old daughter. She's out of control. She lies all the time. She steals. She cheats. She's destructive. She acts like a 3-year-old. She's physically abusive to her little sister. The list goes on and on. She just started pulling out and eating her eyelashes. 
Whoa. I'm not a slacker as a parent. I'm firm. I discipline. I have her in therapy. I never get in, but I'm ready to give up. I'm trying so hard to help her, but she's just getting worse. Gary, what's going on? Thanks from Liz. My guess is she has demons. I'm going to say demons, like bad demons. What do you say, Gary? Uh, that's exactly right. And see, the reason she can't help her is because she's trying to fix everything in the first dimension where we all walk around and, and you know, hang out. And so she's got things going on in, in many of the other dimensions, like the demon dimension, which is a sixth dimension. And I see her being brutally attacked by demons. Uh, there's, a, there's a demon that makes you pull out your eyelashes one by one. Uh, makes you pull your hair out, makes you pick a hole in your arm. And this is obsessive compulsive demons. Uh, and I can I pull those off of her. And she had literally little, looks like thousands or, or tens of thousands of these. Uh, and she also has an eating disorder demon, this poor child. Uh, this means she will not eat or she'll eat too much or she'll eat only sugar or she'll not drink any water. I mean, I've seen all kinds of different things happen. And so I pulled one, actually one, two, three, four, five eating disorder demons off of this child. Uh, I also see she has a cutting demon. Uh, this will make her right on her arms in the beginning and then slice her arms apart later or, or stab herself or someone. Um, I'm just pulling all this off of her. That was pretty rough to get it off of her. Notice how you're getting warmer, Dave, when mm -hmm. I do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through you to tap into her. Right. So that's the reason you feel so warm. Um, is this I, safe for me, Gary? I'm concerned about my safety. Not really. But anyway, it's, no, yes, of course it is. Hold on. So, no, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. You won't get them. But, uh, but now I see, and now I see a big dark energy around the child, and now I see tons of angels running in and putting spiritual gifts on the child. Uh, I actually saw, I saw Mother Mary. I saw big angels run in and put a robe around the child for protection. And and now, Dave, feel how your head got really warm on top. <laughs> yeah, right on top. Right, and that's because she got a spiritual gift of a crown, and that crowns her. In in other words, like that gives her spiritual gifts in the first dimension to protect herself. And so, if I was around this this child a little bit, I would teach the child how to see and how to get rid of any dark energies that would attack her or her family. And see, she's a gifted kid. The gifted kids are usually the meanest kids. Uh, these kids are little monsters, uh, you know, because they do all kinds of crazy things, and they'll attack you and, and, and verbally be really rough. Uh, and here I'll learn all kinds of words by six or seven or eight years old. I'm sure, yeah. Well, let me ask you that question. It's very important because I think a lot of people will know. If their kid... What age will a kid start to present the fact that they have some kind of problem or demon or something? I mean, was there, I know there's not one age, but if your kid is like, can they do it at like two years old, one year old? Uh, they can really be born with demons attached. And so um, these would be children that were uh, literally possessed in a previous lifetime. Uh, maybe they even, you know, could have died of a suicide or something or, or, or had a horrible life, didn't learn anything, didn't learn a lesson. And when they died, their soul goes to heaven, but their demons don't go to heaven. So the demons hang out down here, and then they are born back in, reborn in their next lifetime, and those same demons will join them. And as those demons join them, it creates a multiple personality. So from birth, they'll have more than one personality. I only figured out how to get rid of this about a month ago, Dave. Really? Yeah. How'd you figure that out? Well, uh, you know, Dean always dates crazy girls. That's true, your assistant, your yeah. assistant Dean. They're really hot, but they're always a little nuts. Yes. And, uh, and I, I figured it out on his girlfriend. What percentage of men in marriages in Minnesota are cheating? Oh, that's a good question, Dave. Uh, you know, I'm really surprised at the number. It's not as big as what I would have thought it would have been. Three. Wait, no, 3% of men married in Minnesota are cheating? Yeah. 
like right now at this exact at, moment. At, he must mean at this very <laughs> moment. Aww. He's got to mean at this very moment. What about women? Women. What oh. about women? What percentage of women married in Minnesota are cheating? Fifteen. Fifteen. More women are cheating than men. Right. Well, Is that it? A, happens yeah, sometimes. Because you know what? I don't know. Women don't get caught. Women are smarter than men. True that. Um, and and so they just don't get caught. They don't kiss and tell. Uh, they you know they'll always deny it to the end. Um, they're better liars than men. Men will just fess up. You if know, a guy women, doesn't you know. want to get caught cheating, what's something that he should remember <laughs> do not, not to give do? Him tips. Give a guy a tip that if he's cheating, what should he remember just to do or tip. not to do? Come on, just the tip, well, Gary. Well, guys are, I think all guys have ADD, you know, because, and I don't even believe in the term, but guys never remember to cover their tracks. They'll do mm. things like this guy we just talked about that left pictures of himself, you know, nude little pictures of him on his uh, on his phone and mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and uh, not smart. See, women would have erased all those. Yes, sir. You know, they they just don't leave any evidence. They watch a we lot. We were busy. No, <laughs> we were busy. We had stuff going on. Gary, me and my boyfriend have been together for three and a half years. We picked out a ring in December, and I have been waiting for him to ask me. However, for some reason, Gary, sex is just not on my radar. I am completely disconnected from that aspect of myself. My boyfriend just told me he didn't want to live with me anymore because of this, and when our lease is up in July, he's going to move out. He's emotionally exhausted from it, and I feel horrible. I'm in counseling trying to figure out what's wrong with me, but I just feel blocked from my sexual self. My boyfriend is my soulmate. He is the yin to my yang. Gary, help out. If I lose him, I lose half of myself. Then she says, he completes me. No, she didn't actually say that, but (laughs) but she could have. Thank you so much. What's going on? Is he going to move out? Is there hope for this couple? Why is she disconnected from her sexual self? Well, a lot of this has to do with the passive aggressiveness of her routine. Uh, He's there. He's available. He wants to be with her. So, therefore, she feels like she can now run the other way, looking over her shoulder, making sure he continues to run after her. He is going to dump her. Uh He is going to dump her. Yep. So, he's not going to give her the ring? Uh, Not unless she has to turn around. She's got about one shot. She should do it today. Yeah. And she should be available for him if she's in a relationship. Give it up. Throw a leg up on that boy. That's what she needs to do. Get on that and wiggle. Right about now. I do that same kind of stuff in relationships where, like, they're all about me, and then I'm like, eh, running the other way. And then the moment they're like, well, this isn't working out. I'm like, no, I need you. E- don't leave me. Everybody's that yeah. way. <laughs> I think everybody's that way to an extent. It's like, nah, I don't really like you because you like me enough for both of us. So I don't really like you that much. And then when they show the slightest interest in somebody else, it's like, wait, wait, what are you? What are you I'm over here. I do I'm love over you. Here. I yeah. do love you. Wait, I'm going to call you a lot all of a sudden until you show me that you're interested in me again. And then I'm not going to call you yep. anymore. <laughs> and then eventually they get tired of it and they leave, don't they, Gary? That's what they do every time. That is every time. That's how it works. <laughs> so lonely. Oh, wait, I'm you're married. You're married. <laughs> I, forgot. <laughs> I forgot. She must be nice God, to you. Give me a break. <laughs> Hello, Emily. Hi. What's your question for Gary Spivey? I have a situation where I am very well known in the community in that, but I don't know when this actually started, but I am married, very happy, everything, but I cannot look at people in the eye anymore, and especially women, I look at their breasts, and I don't know why I do this. I got the same problem. You look at their boobs? Yeah. Like just a glimpse or like for a long time or what? A glimpse, and then I try to speak to their eyes and I just can't stop and I don't know why. What do you if you took a guess, what do you think the reason is? I don't know why. I am very confident in speaking and talking and what I do in my job. 
I don't know, and I I have no idea. Okay. What do you think, Gary? Okay, well, here's what I see. It's an obsessive-compulsive thing she's doing. It's sort of a connection. I feel like it has to do with an old fantasy. And like so, an old what? Fantasy. And so okay. it, it's sort of a, a, a sexual connection. And it's what I see, and uh, but I can, but it goes to an obsessive compulsive demon. I can get rid of that, and then you'll stop doing it. Okay. I would love that. Okay, and there we go. I just pulled it out of you. Look how hot your arms got. Feel that? Your hands. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. That's the weirdest you. question I've had in a really long time. A I woman know. that can't stop looking at other woman's boobs. And I think it's probably also now because she knows about it. She can't do it because she thinks it's almost like she has to because it's so obsessive compulsive. It's like, I got it. It's like, you, you know, it. OCD. Yeah. Got to glance down. And then when she looks in their eye, now she, her, her eyes are bulging. <laughs> she's like, I didn't look at your boobs just then. And then she's creeping everyone out she meets. Let's talk to Cindy because Cindy's husband, or your is it your husband or your partner, your boyfriend? It's my fiance. We're getting married June 30th. How old are you, Cindy? I'm 30. And he is how old? 26. And so you're getting married soon. First marriage for both of you, or what's the story? Yes, it's the first marriage for both of us. Okay, so he wants to try the swinging thing. Yes. How did he bring this up, and how do you feel about it? I guess I have mixed emotions. Um, I mean, I want to satisfy, you know, his fantasy, but then again, I'm, I've been hurt so many times, so... I get jealous a lot. He gave this couple our numbers, so and he's been texting this girl like sexual stuff. And when I look at his phone, I just get instantly pissed off. So he doesn't really want to swing. He wants to cheat. That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, he's just getting into a new marriage. He's still young, and it doesn't sound like he wants to be a swinger. It sounds like he just wants to keep up cheating and then justify it as swinging. But Gary's going to tell you what's really going on. Well, here's what I see. He really does want to swing, is what I see, David, I think, because when I'm looking, I'm seeing uh, that he's just got the whole big fantasy thing in his head, not only with swinging with a girl, but swinging with a couple. Really? Yeah. So he wants to do a, a, not a menage a trois, but foie, right? (laughs) Four. So he wants to enjoy the other guy, too. Well, I think he likes to watch. Oh, really? Did he tell you that, Cindy? Did he make that clear? Yeah, he wants to watch some other guy, yeah. Right. With you. Yeah. That's his oh, biggest yeah, fantasy. That's, that's really his biggest fantasy. And he's actually got a friend. Uh, he's got one of his buddies that that's sort of like his fantasy. So so that's really what it is. So will this marriage work then? Well, I think there's a part of you that's actually excited about the whole thing. And so you're you're a little bit, you know, when you tell your friends about it or anything, you know, you kind of get all freaked out. But there's a part of you that really probably, yep, going to follow through. That's what I see. Back to the questions. Gary, I am not feeling the same for my wife. It seems as if our love has grown apart. I can't seem to even talk to her sometimes because the way she talks annoys me. What should I do? A, leave and start anew, or B, stay with her and we will be all right. I got to tell you, and you probably see this all the time, it's shocking the number of people who are married and just either despise their partner or just barely they survive with their partner and everything in between. People who can't stand the way they chew, they can't stand to touch them in bed, mm-hmm. they can't stand to whatever, or people who are like, nah, we still get along okay, but I really, if I never saw them again the rest of my life, I'd be okay with that. First of all, just I think that's true, but second, what do you think is this guy going to stay with his wife or should he leave and start anew? 
I think that he will stay with her. He Here's the situation, Dave. Now, many times I do this. People, couples come to me, and I can get rid of the demons. They they simply have a demon that's embedded inside of the other one's body. Okay. And when they look at the, the person, instead of feeling connected to a person, they feel connected to a demon, and they have an auto. There's a hate demon that bounces between people. But uh, that's the thing. I'm doing actually a spiritual retreat, Dave. And, Are you? Yeah, it's coming up here at Lake Minnetonka, Lake Minnetonka next month. Okay. And uh, people can call and book that and see a lot of times I have couples and I teach them how to get rid of their demons, the, each other's demons. And when they do that, they'll actually like each other. I just got rid of that couple's demons. They're going to feel better. And they'll notice they actually like each other. What? Yeah. And then here's a little trick. What? Project love to the person you're with. Just sit and think about it and meditate for a minute. What, I don't, what Project I love. Try that occasionally. Susan no. deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Just try it. Project love to Susan. Try I'm it. busy. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> come on. <laughs> my one question about my son is all day long, he's like, you know, happy being on like playing and doing all that stuff as soon as i walk home he's excited that i'm home which is great but then he won't let me put him down at any time it's like he loses his mind he's like i always need for you me i'm the only one that can carry him he never asked like wants Chrissy to carry him. It's like he's like on my hip at all times because you're because she's she's like an everyday occurrence it's boring and you're there you're special is I mean, it because I'm special, or yeah. is it just because he's a little? He just wants to be carried all the time. He drives me nuts. No, well, actually, what it is is you can have soulmate children, uh-huh. just like soulmate. You can have soulmate dogs. Even you can have soul. There's a lot of different people who are connected on a soul level. Uh, you're totally his soulmate, and so uh-huh. he just loves you loves so. Now I, now I feel guilty for saying yeah. he's so annoying. Well, it's not annoying. It's just like, oh my god, let me put you down for five minutes so I can go to the bathroom. He feels Ooh. safe with you. Who stole Drew's wedding ring? Uh, uh, Drew, where did it get stolen? What's the circumstances for your wedding ring? What happened? Um, it was stolen uh, from my house. I had some people over, and um, the wedding ring was left in the bathroom. And uh, the next morning, I woke up to put it on, and it was gone. Do you just leave it in the bathroom all the time at night, or how did it end up in the bathroom? Um, I usually take it off before I shower. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got left. And so who all was there? There was a group of friends of my um husband's brother so it was stolen there's no question it's not lost no it, it it's stolen yeah yeah i can see it uh it was a female it was a female right and there so, was only one female there no there we go thank you <laughs> that thieving b word yep mm-hmm. yeah. oh my gosh thank you feel how your hands got warm your hands got hot feel that yes will did. she get this ring back because she's gonna go and say hey no. Judith, I figure her name is Judith because that's a thief name. Yeah. Uh, she's going to say, Judith, <laughs> did you steal this ring? And she's going to say, no, God, I can't believe you'd accuse me. That's so awful. You'd accuse me of that. Judith. Yeah, she won't get it back. I won't get it back. No. 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 Should I confront the person? Won't do you a bit of good and it'll cause a bunch of riff and unfortunately. I'd key your car. You'll okay, feel better. Okay, that's illegal. Don't, don't give her that advice. It, it feels better after it does, you do it. Do you feel better? Yeah. Should she key her car? <laughs> no. No, she should forgive her. Well, you are one hell of a psychic if you God, see that. Gary. I see that. God, Gary. Hey, more questions. Thanks, Drew. I'm sorry it happened that way. Good luck. I am a stalker is the subject line. Gary, I stalk my boyfriend by GF- GPSing his whereabouts, checking his phone, voicemail, and pockets. My insecurities are uncontrollable. I am very controlling. I believe that he is lying to say what he is. Excuse me. I think he's lying when he says anything to me. Please help. How do I learn to trust him and stop stalking? Well, the reason he lies is because he just tells you what you want to hear. And that's what, what the boyfriend's doing. The boyfriend's great. He's not cheating. He works a lot. He don't have time to cheat. 
it's not not what he wants to do at all and so but he's going to lie to to her because uh, he's just going to tell her what she wants to hear so he don't have to hear her you know, tear him up all the time. What and a so, nut job. She's like obsessed with like yeah. stalking this guy. Is she going to be able to stop stalking him or is she going to lose him? Well, I think that she has to, uh, she's got obsessive compulsive demons. She has rage demons. Uh, she's a control She sounds freak. like a real catch, Gary. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. seriously, what? that's every guy's dream girlfriend. Here's the thing. you Your boyfriend doesn't care if you put on 10 pounds, but if you turn psycho, mm-hmm. he wants out. He'll dump you. I'll say that again. He doesn't care if you get fat or get wrinkly, get a gray hair here and there. Nope. But if you turn psycho, he wants out period yeah turn loose of the control uh, that's what she can do she can meditate a little bit and learn how to get rid of her demons that would help i got rid of them right then she'll feel better for a short time because she's a control freak and she has to stop controlling and just allow allow learn to allow and the demons can't attach that's how okay. that's the recipe for her there it is gary thanks for being on thank, thank you gary. we appreciate it so many guys. more people want to talk to you with the world's most gifted psychic gary spivey Vanessa, good morning. Your dad passed away? I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he passed away when I was a teenager. Um, And now I have a two-year-old son um, who reminds me a whole lot of my dad. He's he's so caring and compassionate toward me. I mean, he is with his dad also, but he's, I mean, it's every day. Mommy, you're so pretty and just just Mm, the sweetest thing. Um, But every day, every single day on my commute to work or just around town, I see my dad's work truck all the time. And so I just kind of wonder, is it something from my dad that, well, what, that he's showing me? or? Well, your dad's just around you, and he, he, um, uh, he actually picked your child for you. Our loved ones on the other side many times will pick our, our children. And so uh, he tells me to tell you that he picked him, and uh, he hopes you like him. He's making a joke. And uh, he says uh, he's around you, and uh, I just see him dancing like, like he was just crazy and funny, right? Yeah. Okay, he's doing a little dance with you like a twirl. He used to twirl you around, right? Yes. Okay, well, that's what he's doing. He says, remember that? And he, he tells me that he's in uh, heaven. Uh, he says his heaven's great, great. And he's making a joke, and he says um, he says he's the best-looking uh, dad in heaven. And so, you know, he was a super good-looking, almost movie star kind of looking guy, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, okay. Well, he just wants to let you know that it's really him. And so, but he's he's this uh, great-looking guy. He says he's having a fun time in heaven. And he says, this will make no sense to you, but one of my favorite times was running up and down a beach. And he's talking about a beach. And so, Okay, I'm pulling up at a stoplight, and his work truck is right next to me right now. Mm-hmm. He, did, he winked at you. He's winking, and he grabbed your hand. Feel how hot your hand got, one of them? One of your hands got real warm. Feel that? Yeah. Okay, that's him. Feel that? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that, isn't that something? Your hand's really tingly and warm. Feel that? Yeah. So is my son the way he is toward me because of my dad? Your dad picked him. Yeah. Your dad picked his spirit from heaven. He's, just you so, really... he's always so concerned and like... Yeah, and he knows just... your dad. If you if you show him pictures of your dad, that'll be familiar to him. He'll know who he is. He okay. does know who my dad is in pictures. He points him out every day. Yeah, of course. He knew him before he left heaven. Okay. Hey, Vanessa, Thank real, you so much. real quick before you get off the phone, uh, Lindsay, she can totally relate with what you're going through with the loss of your father. And the whole, really? yes, and my son will, will, will do the same thing. He acts like that with me, and he does know who my dad is. Never met him, so I do believe that maybe my dad picked out my son as well. Isn't that crazy? Yes, yes. 
It is. Yeah. Oh. The, the it's amazing. Truck really, the work truck thing was really cool. What kind of truck was it? He worked for ONG, and mm. um, he always he always drove an ONG truck. And, I mean, I see them every single day, like multiple right. times a day. And it's like right. every well, single morning, as soon as I get on the road, I'm like, oh, good morning, Dad, because that's just all he ever drove. He tells me he's riding in the vehicle with you, though. So just talk to him. He's in your car. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's weird. Our dads even had the same profession. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in a different state. Wow. Vanessa, thanks so much for your call Thank this you morning, guys. okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. I got to say, your, I got to talk to you. Your dad popped in, and I got to tell you what he's telling me, okay? He's, he, he was hanging out the whole time that you were, we were talking to that other gal about her, her dad. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, your dad's just telling me he does love you. He's always around you. He says he's glad to see that that you're still stubborn. <laughs> he's making jokes, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And he said he's very, very proud of you. He says he's really proud of you. And uh, he's with, I guess, I don't know, maybe this is a grandmother, but it's a big uh, flower rose garden. Like, like I see flowers everywhere. But it, it's he's with an older lady in heaven. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, uh, he tells me that he was with you during a move. And he says, anytime you make a major move, he's always with you. And he says, when you talk to him, he can hear you. So I guess you were talking to him when you made a major move. And then he's telling me he could hear you talk to him. She's Niagara <laughs> Falls over here, Gary. Oh, and she's what he says. Hi, Gary. <laughs> she's, I'm sorry. But she's, he, says, oh. loves you. he says he really loves you. He says, tell her she knows how much I love her. And uh, to, to our loved ones on the other side are really close in now. And so he actually just put his arms around you. And as he did, you feel warm down one the back of your, your back in one arm. He's hugging you. And so that's how close our loved ones are in to us sometimes these days. And so he's really close in. He loves you a lot. <laughs> that's good to know. That's good to hear. You Okay. He says, be, he says, you'll be safe. He tells me to tell you not to worry. You'll be safe. Don't worry. You'll be safe. Sometimes you worry. He says, don't worry. You'll be safe. Scary how that stuff pops in for you, Gary. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't go on. I had to talk to I had to talk to her. I had, he wanted to talk. He kept on going, I got to talk to her. I got to talk to her. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Your dad came popping in, uh-huh. and you guys have been talking off the air, and uh, you, are you okay? Oh, yeah. Because you're still emotional. Well, yeah. Well, I miss him every day, and I would love to just have the opportunity to talk to him. And that's going to wrap up all our time here for this edition of Tapping In with Psychic Gary Spivey. If you'd like to get a hold of Gary, you can uh, check him out on his own line at 1-800-827-GARY or on his website at GarySpivey.com. Any final words before we let you go there, Gary? You know, I think that the final words would just simply be learn to ask the people around you if you need love. A lot of times today, people are feeling a lack of love uh, for whatever reason. And so I've noticed that in the last couple of weeks. And so if you're feeling like you're not loved or you feel a little bit empty, feel free to ask. Just many times you can ask people around you, you know, give me a hug, please. I just need some love. And uh, that really seems to help everything. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. We're running a special $199. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics. And you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336. And I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you. Thank you.